0: all right hello guys welcome back to understanding the patterns of the spirit welcome back to episode two of understanding the patterns of the spirit um, i am overwhelmed with um, the amount of subscribers in one week and like some views i am really grateful to god for making it possible to put me on a stand to to create disciples for His kingdom, I'm really happy and I'm really glad, and I really thank all of you, the subscribers and the viewers, for subscribing and liking this channel. And I assure you that as we go further, you learn things that will blow your mind. God's willing, and God will raise use this platform to raise men raise disciples for his kingdom okay so as i said welcome back to this podcast understanding the patterns of the spirit we started off last week with um, the first pattern of the spirit, which is um, which was worship and then we broke down worship into different parts and we are done with that and today I am bringing you another pattern, another very, very important pattern of the spirit. And what is that pattern of the spirits? It is called the secret place. It is called the secret place. Um, I wrote some things down. So if I'm, my eyes are not on the camera, I just know I'm trying to pick some things from my notes. So the secret place, The secret place that is what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about the secret place we're going to be breaking down the secret place we're going to be looking at the the levels of intimacy with god concerning and pertaining to the secret place so let's begin before we do that let's just say a quick prayer father we say thank you for your love your kindness upon our lives we say thank you for your grace your goodness Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask, O oh God, that as we start this meeting, O oh God, we ask, O oh God, that you, O oh God, shall be the anchor, O oh God. You shall be with us, O oh God, throughout this meeting. We ask, O oh God, that your name, O oh God, that your name alone shall be praised. Let no one take your glory or share in your glory, O oh God. Be thou exalted, mighty King. Be thou exalted, ascent of these. We worship you. We bless your holy name. We adore you. We say thank you, O oh God, for keeping us. Thank you for the viewers. Thank you for the subscribers, O oh God. And at the end of the day, may your name be praised and glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen, people of God. So let's get into it. Let's 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 get into it. Let's kick start. All right, people. So we're talking about the secret place in the second episode of Understanding the Patterns of the Spirit. So basically, when we hear the word secret place, a person without understanding of the spirit, basically talks about the secret place as just like a place we go to to hide or the basic understanding of what a secret place is that is a hiding place but once you get the understanding of the spirit you can be able to to break down the hide the secret place as you can break down the, the secret place as a place that we cannot go we cannot reach by our own natural and physical senses what do i mean by that you must be in another realm of worship before you can be able to attain and access the spirit place it is a place that is built based on a level of intimacy with god oh my god this is basically what the secret place is our secret places are hiding place our secret places with only us and god when we have been pushed to the edge when we are at at the edge and then and then there's there's nothing there's no one we can run to there's no way we can hide oh my god and you just have to go to the secret place you just have to go to that place where it's only you and the lord and you just table your request before him that is basically what the secret place is about that is basically the function of the secret place but i want to tell you today that not everybody not everybody is in that secret place yes you may say you you've given your life to christ you've made the choice of salvation you read the bible but honestly you're not in that secret place you're you've still not accessed you're still not in that dimension where you can you can run to the secret place of god the secret place is also known as um is also can be also said it's a it's a hebrew word adulam and the word adulam was used when king david that was the cave where King David ran to so the cave of Adulam. And then there were certain discoveries he made in the cave of Adulam. If you read your Bible properly, that, that, was, that was where he got certain understanding in that cave in that cave, in the cave of Adulam. And so we reference the secret place of God to Adulam. We call it Adulam, we call it our Adulam, we call it our hiding place. So now. Before you, you, you can access the secret place of God, you must be intimate with God. Underline that word, intimate. Stay with me. Intimate. You must be intimate with God. You must have an intimate relationship with God. Having a relationship with God is one thing. But having an intimate relationship with God is another thing. Because intimacy, once you're intimate with somebody, once you say we are, you are intimate with somebody, it means you don't hide anything from that person you hide nothing from that person honestly intimacy is 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 a very strong word and you have to be intimate with god you have to hold him tight you have to be you have to be open to him before you can access that secret place you must we must first understand intimacy before wanting to go to the secret place of god now intimacy with god means that desire they hunger to thirst for him. Matthew chapter 5 verse 6. Matthew 5 verse 6. That will be um, on the on the screen shortly. Matthew 5 verse 6. Matthew 5 verse 6 says, Those who hunger and thirst. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew 5 verse 6. And it says, Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for Righteousness, for they shall be filled. Oh my God. This is basically saying, "Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled." Once you go into the secret place with that hunger, you must, you must desire to be intimate with God. Like you must hunger for, you must, you must thirst after it. You must, and you will be filled. If you hunger, if you, if you long for God, I promise you, you will be filled. There are, there's, it's, you will be filled. And then it's also the desire to know him more. The desire to know him more. If you read the book of Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, Daniel 32 says, Those that know their God. Those that know their God. You must know God. They shall be strong and do exploits. They shall be strong and do exploits. They shall be strong and do exploits. You must desire to know him. You must desire to know him, to be able to attain and get that intimacy with God. You must be able to know him. You must be able to understand him, understand how God works, and desire to be intimate with him. And then you must continually be in his presence. You must continually be in his presence, people of God. That is not easy. Continually being in the presence of God is not easy because in the world we live in today, there are a lot of things that take our attention. Be it work, be it school, be it anything, there are a lot of things that take our attention. Dwelling in the presence of God is not easy. I will say for one, it's not easy, but it all happens through through the grace of God, through His grace. It's not easy to to dwell in His presence or whatever, but it's It just takes grace. It takes the grace of God to be in his presence. Because people of God, it's not easy. It's not actually easy to to commune in the presence of God every single time. You must be in his presence every time. The songwriter says, daily as I live, often as I pray, let my whole life be an expression of your grace. You must continually be in his presence to attain intimacy with God. You must first understand the concept of intimacy before you can say you go into the secret place of God. You must first understand the concept of intimacy. Now, as, as I said, intimacy with God deals with understanding the intricacies of how God works. You must understand, you must first understand how God works because, trust me, If you don't understand how God works and you just want them to dive and say, oh my God, I have a secret place. I can go to God. If you don't understand how God works, you will be disappointed. You'll be praying and you'll think that God is not answering you, but honestly, you have not understood how God works. God works in ways that he he, he still reveals the way he works to people, to to me and everybody every day. The, the songwriter says his mercies are new every morning. You see a new side of God every morning. But you must first have that basic understanding. You must first have that basic understanding. You must first have that, that basic understanding of how God works. You must. That's just it. That's just it. You must just, you must just desire God. And then there's a saying here, God is intimate with those who trust him. God is intimate with those who trust him. You must trust God to attain intimacy. You must trust God to attain intimacy. You, it's, a, it's, a, it's a necessity. You must just trust God to attain intimacy. Honestly, Because if you don't, your prayers do not even leave the ceiling of way of from, to be honest with you but there's another thing trusting god does not guarantee total intimacy with god you may trust god and still not be intimate with him yeah you may say you trust god but still not be intimate with him that is just a fact because there are other things aside trusting god trusting god is the foundation of attaining intimacy with god but it is not all it takes to, to have to be intimate with god I take that again. Trusting God is a foundation of attaining intimacy with God. But it is not all that it takes to attain intimacy with God. As simple as that. That is, that is just how it is. That is how it is. That is just how it is. Now, this intimacy that I've been talking about, this intimacy that I've been talking about, what is intimacy? This intimacy that I've been hammering on. Attaining intimacy, but there are levels to intimacy. Follow me. There are levels to intimacy. There are a lot of levels to intimacy. There are levels to intimacy. Now I categorize intimacy into three. I have categorized intimacy into three. And I will break those three down as as the, as the spirit leads. So, first of all, the first category of intimacy with God that I will be bring to you guys today is what I call the friends of God the friends of god you have to be intimate with god to be called his friend the friend the friends of god this is the first stage of intimacy this is the most basic stage of intimacy this is the first this is the stage of intimacy you get this is the this is the this is the, this is the stage of intimacy you get after you you make the choice of salvation after you say yes to Christ after you say yes to God because you're automatically his friend after you've made that decision. This is the first and basic stage of intimacy. The Bible says in um, John chapter 15 verse 15, that will be on the screen shortly. John chapter 15 verse 15 John chapter 15 verse 15 The Bible says henceforth I call you not servants for the servants know it what his lord doeth but i have called you friends for all things that i have heard of my father i have made known unto you this is basically what the bible says he has called us friends once you make this was jesus talking to his disciples he has called us friends he has called us friends of himself this is the most basic stage of of intimacy this is this is when you say this is what happens this is where you this is the stage you get to when you say yes When you say yes to Christ, this is where you are, this is where you are, this is where you are, once you say yes to Christ is the most basic stage of intimacy. And the people that God called friends, there were many friends of God in the Bible, there were many, many, many friends of God in the Bible, there were many of them. But I'll just tell you that Abraham was a friend of God, Abraham was the first friend of God that was mentioned in the Bible actually because his life was exemplary, he, was, he obeyed God's word. He, he, he sought the kingdom of God. He, he gave everything he had to God, but he was still a friend of God. He was still in the most basic side of most basic level of intimacy. There's Moses. Moses was a friend of God because he talked to God as friends would talk to friends. He communed with God face to face. Okay, not face to face, but he communed with God. And the disciples of Jesus, too. These are people in the Bible that are called friends of God, but there were many other friends of God. Even you and I are friends of God. Now, the second in life, we upgrade, there are things that we, we go higher. We go higher. There are higher levels we go in life. There are things that, are, that we, let's say, upgrade in life. So the second stage of intimacy. The second stage of intimacy. The second stage of intimacy. What, are, what is the second stage of intimacy? When you are the lover of God. When you are his lover. Now, who is the lover of God? The lover of God is someone who sacrifices time, sacrifice his treasure, sacrifice his talent, all for the works of the kingdom. You sacrifice everything you have. You give it all to God. You give it all to God and you give it all to God, not looking back. This is the lover of God. This is someone who, who takes up all his time, who takes up all his time to be to intimate with God, to be able to access the secret place, This is someone who gives his all to be able to access that secret place. You give everything you have to be in that secret place. And once you are a lover of God, things begin to happen. Things you get understanding. You get a higher and better understanding of how things work in the the realm of the spirit. You begin to understand spiritual things. You begin to understand spiritual warfare. You begin to understand the patterns of how to pray. Yeah. Once you're a lover of God, the understanding you get is is better than the understanding you get when once you're a friend of God. It's it's so it's so it's it's mind blowing when you're a lover of God, uh, and trust me, it's it's a stage that I, I, I really want to attain. I'm still I'm still trying my best, but God is with us. And then it's also the stage where you intensify, where you fan to flame. After when you're a friend of God, you take things slow, take things slow. Are, then when you love of God, you intensify, you fan to flame. Oh my God, you see that when you're a friend of God, you're praying for like, when you, when you just give your life to Christ, you pray for like, let's say 30 minutes. And then you keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, you intensify and start praying for one hour, two hours, three hours. Your prayer life is, is thriving, it's, 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 it's so good. And then examples of the lovers of God in Bible, you see, you see Paul, you see Elijah, people that, that give their all for God, people that, that sacrificed a lot of things for God. If you look at the story of Paul or before he, um, he, before he was converted to Christ, apart from the his persecution rampage, he was a he was a lawyer trained under Gamaliel, and and then he was he was he was, he was making good money. Then he was, also, was he also a technical, I don't know. But he would he sacrificed all that he dropped all his his worldly possession just to pursue God just to find god and and access the secret place of God being a lover of god is is is, is 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 something once you are called his lover, once he calls you his lover, once he calls you call him oh my God things begin to happen and then the one that is to crown it or the one that is above all the one that is to, it is, is everything. Once you are the one that is the highest level of intimacy that one can achieve, attain with God, the highest level of intimacy is once you are called His bride. Once God calls you His bride. Oh my. Ah. That is a stage that I pray to God every day. I was talking to my mom, and then she, and I was telling her, and then she was telling me that. We we're just having a, a, a normal conversation and then we we're talking about intimacy. And then she was she was just she was telling me about her own level of intimacy. And then she asked me what about me and I said, I want to be God's bride. And she was looking at me like bride. And then I said yes. What do I, she was like, what do I mean by bride? And then I was like, so a bride of God is is one who has the heart of God who has his heart because as a bride and a groom are in the normal world there's nothing you can hide there they are like they are one that's just being god's bride you are one with god you are one with him you have his heart like you have his heart like <laughs> to have the heart of god is 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 is, is something if you read through the Bible, there were very few people that had the heart of God. Very few of them had the heart of God. Yes, they called to God and God answered. They called to God and God answered. Yes. But having the heart of God is another thing. Once you have the heart of God, you break limitations and crush yokes. You, I say you break limitations and you crush yokes it is the, it, to me is the highest level of intimacy one can have with God having his heart being his bride once you have the heart of God oh my God there are very few people in the bible that were said to have the heart of God first of is, is is david david was a man after God's own heart he had the heart of God because of his selfless service to God being having the heart of God is is something else once you have the heart of god you can see that you, you things the understanding you get is is, is so good it's so so it's so it's so it's so it's so wonderful like i tell you i tell you the truth is so wonderful the understanding you get my god you begin to see things you begin to see things in different ways like, when you walk, you walk Jesus. When you talk, you talk Jesus. When you when you are around, the people around you feel the presence of God. Like, the, the presence of God around you is so heavy once you have his heart. Like, there's, we always say we have a guiding in India, but once you have your heart, I promise you, like, there's an army behind you. There's an army behind you. There's an army of, of God, like, there's an Envelope of God's presence around you. You feel so, 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 there's, there's this, I don't know how to put it. There's this, ah, tsk. Holy Spirit, give me the word There's this ambience, there's this aura you carry. That once the, the kingdom of darkness senses, they say, eh, eh, this one is, this one is a no-go area. This one is, this one is a no-no. This one is, you can't, you can't, this one is untouchable. It's untouchable, honestly. Having the heart of God is, 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 is one that we need to strive to. Is it's is it, is a, we, we a level of intimacy we need to desire. It's a level of intimacy we need to work towards because it is, it is the best. It is, it, is, it is beautiful, having the heart of God. He has called us his friends. We work towards being his lovers, but we need to work effortlessly to be called to have his heart, to be called his bride. People of God, work towards being God's bride. Work towards it because he's, he's everything that you need. God is everything that you need. And once you are the bride of God, oh my God, things, lines, lines, I mean, lines fall in pleasant places for you. Now we may be asking this question how do I access the secret place of God? How do I access the secret place of God? We've talked about intimacy. We've talked about what the secret place means. What it entails. How do now? How do we access the secret place of God? First of all, first things first. You must make the choice of salvation. You must make the choice of salvation. That is first. You must. You must answer the call of God. You must say yes to Jesus. You must. You must say yes to Jesus. You must. You must be. Called by his name, you must have given your life to Christ, you must have made the basic choice of salvation. Secondly, 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 you must find to flame. You must find to flame, you must intensify, you must, you must stir up your spirit, even when the, <clears throat> the body is not willing. When you when you don't feel like praying, anymore, you just say, let me let, let, let me just pray. But I'll tell you the truth. When you even the times when you don't feel like praying and you push yourself to pray. It happens to me, like your spirit catches up, like you cut like your spirit will catch up, and then you see that the desire to continue praying is is there. You just want to keep on praying. And then some minutes ago, you just felt like you're forcing yourself to pray. But at the end of it, you're seeing that you're, you are you are you are you are already if you check the time, you see you're already gone 30 minutes. Check the time again, you're already gone two hours. you're you push on, you pressure, you keep on pushing, 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 pushing. That hunger must be there. That hunger to 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 be in that secret place must be there. The hunger to access the secret place of God must be there. It's just where you and God are. Many people, many people may be praying, but they are not in the secret place of God. The secret place is, is, is a place. That once you are there, once you can access that secret place, once you access the secret place of God, things begin to happen. A lot of things begin to happen. Things begin to happen. Your spirit is stirred up. You begin to, to receive words. You begin to, to hear things. You begin to communicate expressly in the spirit. Oh, man. It is, it is so beautiful to be in the secret place of God, to have it, in, to have a secret place, you must like you can have the secret place of God at your back and call. It only takes consistency, consistency, and that is one aspect of life where Christians fail. The aspect of consistency, many Christians are not consistent. We are not consistent, we are not. We need to ask God for consistency because you can see someone that will pray today and then take a break for one week, you know, pray again. See somebody that pray today, you know, pray again for one month. Oh my god, and then you expect to be so. It all takes consistency. As there's a saying, room was not built in a day, room was not built in a day. It may not be easy at the initial stage, but you just keep pushing, just keep pressing on, just keep doing what you do. Keep trying, keep, be, keep being hungry for things of God, and then you see that your life begins to open up your life begins to open up you understand things better you have you see things differently you are you are no more a baby in the things of the faith you are you are growing you are advancing you can be 70 years old on earth but you are still a baby in the spirit you are still you are still a, a child a toddler in the spirit yes you can have the whole money in this world. you can be the most influential man on the earth, but you're, you you are, still, you are still even lower than the servants in the realm of the realm of spirit. because you, you do not understand the concept of the secret place. You do not understand that concept of the secret place. This is a pattern. This is a pattern that, this is a, a pattern that the spirit uses. People of God strive to access the secret place of God strive to accept the secret place of try strive to access the secret place of God because it's where it is where we meet God expressly. It is where we commune with God. It is where we commune with God. Now accessing the secret place is one thing. You can access the secret place. You can, of course. It It is it is it is very possible to access the secret place of God, but where the problem comes is how do I dwell in the secret place? How do I dwell? How do I live in the secret place? How do, I, how do I stay in the secret place? The book of Psalms 91, verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. There are a lot of promises that come with the secret place, there are a lot are a lot. Psalm 91 alone is the whole promise of, of abiding. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. Do you know what it means to be under the shadow of the Almighty? We just say that verse because it's a very popular verse. We don't really understand what that verse means. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. Very good. you know what that means. Abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. It means you sitting behind, sitting beside the, the lion of the tribe of Judah. The lion of the tribe of Judah is hiding you under his wings. Who can stand against the Lord? Hey, No one. And imagine you are beside him. It's just like you being in in what's the most protected place in this world? I don't know. Maybe the US bombed, the US president's bomb or something. Imagine making it a habitation. Even the president of the U.S. doesn't go there unless it's an emergency. But you, you are dwelling there every day. It's like you're, uh -uh. People of God, the promises that come with the secret place of God are promises that, that, that want to make you hunger for God, like, You will be hungry for God. You will be hungry to attain that secret place. Because those promises. I read Psalm 91. I read Psalm 91 last night, and I and I and I and I understood it in a different way. And I was like, is this what it means to dwell in the secret place? Is this what comes with dwelling in the secret place? Is this what I get dwelling in the secret place? People of God. I want you guys to read Psalm 91. I'm basing, I don't know why I'm basing this on Psalm 91. I don't know why my spirit is going to base this on Psalm 91. But read Psalm 91 again, if you have chance. read Psalm 91 again from verse 1 to verse 16. Read it again. And this time, really with understanding, people of God, you will see and you will understand what, what the promises that come with dwelling in the secret place of God. You will understand what it means to dwell in the secret place of God you will understand what it means to dwell in the secret place of God. It is not, it's not easy to attain the secret place of God, but once you are there, the perks and benefits that come with the secret place of God are mind-blowing. They are mind-blowing. How do I dwell in the How do I dwell in the secret place? Let your gaze be firm. Look to God like it's, it's, you have nowhere to go. Not like You actually have nowhere to go. That is when you come to God in all humility and in, 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 in. when you're broken, when life, when life breaks you down and you have nowhere to go, and you run to God, you run to the secret place. Psalm 121 says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord, the one who made heaven and earth. Dwelling in the secret place, let your gaze be firm. Let your gaze on the Lord be firm. Your gaze on the Lord must be firm for you to dwell in the secret place. You must look to God as your only help. He is your only help. He's the only place help can come from. How do I, you must, your lifestyle must reflect God to be able to dwell in the secret place. Your lifestyle must speak God. Your lifestyle should speak for you. You don't have to go and be begging people, please come come to me. Let your life do the evangelism for you. Let let be an embodiment of, of, of grace. How do I do in a secret place? Let your life reflect Christ. Let your life be reflect Christ. Second Timothy says, show yourself approved. A workman, ah, a workman that is not ashamed. You must not be ashamed of the gospel. You must not be ashamed to go out there. And speak the gospel. You must not be ashamed of Christ, of the things of Christ. I pray a prayer every day. I say, Father, please help me not to be ashamed of you. Help me, help me not to be ashamed of you. Help me not to be timid because I, 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 I. help me not to be to be timid because of the things of you. help. My spirit not to be timid because of the things of the world. Help me to be bold. Help me to be bold to speak to people about you. In this world now. You may talking about Christ, we be calling you prayer man Elijah. Yes, I agree. I agree. Honestly, you let your life reflect Christ. Because once your life reflects Christ, the people that are talking about, they don't know what you're, you're benefiting. They don't know what you're enjoying. They don't know the, the grace you enjoy by dwelling in the secret place of God. Let your life reflect Christ. You must have faith. You must have faith. Above all, you must have faith in God. You must trust God. You must, you, must, you must have that belief that that God is God is God is that God is your own. You must, you must just have that faith in God because it is what it is what I would say faith is the bridge to faith is the bridge to express communication with God. I say it again. Faith is the bridge to express communication with God. If you don't understand what express means, express means fast. Like, I'm, I'm talking, you are responding. You are speaking, he's speaking to you. Sharp, sharp. Faith is their bridge. And if your faith is strong, the bridge is not strong. The connection will be slow. You need faith. You need serious faith. Because life will throw situations at you. And then you will be like, come, am I even dwelling in the secret place of God? Because you you know, ah, I things will be turning around, and you'll be asking yourself, "Am I really dwelling in God's secret place?" But you need to have that faith. You need to have that faith. Because the Bible says, even if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you must just have that faith. You must just have, even if it's a bit of faith, you must just have it. So you need to dwell in the secret place of God. Because life will throw things at you. Life will throw situations at you, that that will that can even make you stop believing in God. For one, life I will throw situations at you that can take. It. And then you you must pray. You must pray. You must just pray. You must pray. You must have pray you must eat prayer. You must digest prayer. You must you must swallow prayer. You must everything around you must be prayer. You must pray. You must pray you must you must pray you must you must have that. Let your connection always be active. Let it always be green. You must pray. You must pray. You must pray. You must pray. You must just pray. You must pray. And then let your prayer not be like that of the fire city. You're praying for everybody to know that. Oh, no, 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 no. When you're in the secret place of God, oh my God. You just go, you whisper words to this ear. You just whisper, God, please help me. You must pray. You, that, that life of prayer must be there. That life of prayer must be there. That that prayer life must be there. You must just you must just pray. You must pray. Like you just have to pray because praying is is one of the, the essentials, is a pattern of spirits. That would be another teaching for another praying, prayer. But dwelling in secret place, you must pray. You must pray. You must pray. You must pray. And some of us may still be asking questions. Can God answer my prayers, even though I'm not doing it in a secret place? Of course, God can answer your prayers, even as you're not doing it in the secret place. Because, as I said, you must first accept that call of Christ. Everybody can be in the secret place. In fact, everybody is in the secret place. Let's put it like this: Everybody has access to it. Everybody is in the secret place. Not everybody has access to the secret place. Everybody is in the secret place, but not everybody has access to the secret place. You yes, you are in that secret place. You have the ability, you have the capacity to be in that secret place, but you cannot access the secret place. You cannot access the secret place. You must just be able to access the secret place. It's just like being in a house, but you can't open the door. That is how it is. Once you, 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 you accept the call of salvation, once you say, yes, Jesus, you're already in that secret place. But accepting, but accessing the secret place is like opening the door. And the key to accessing that secret place is, the keys to accessing is you see, intimacy, faith, prayer. I've mentioned those are the keys to accessing the secret place. Already do it, you're already there, but you need to access it. And after you access it, you need to dwell there. You need to dwell there because if you don't dwell there, the door will be shut against you. If you don't dwell in the secret place, the door will be shut against you. You have to dwell there. You have to You have to first, first of all, breaking it down into three simple steps. First of all, you have to find the keys to open the door of the secret place. And once you've opened the door of the secret place, you must dwell there. You must be consistent enough to dwell in that secret place. Because once you dwell there, lines begin to fall in places and places for you. And then you must be able to, to be consistent to dwell in the secret place of God because God is not a man that you should lie. Neither is He because the promises they are there. Once you start enjoying those promises, you you, you know that that say is God is great. God is great. God is great. God is really great. So that brings us to the end of our episode today. And I pray that God has spoken his word from me through you. And I pray that these words that you've heard, you digest it and you walk towards attaining the secret place of God. So people of God, I would say thank you for taking out time to listen to this podcast today. And I pray that as you continue with your activities, God will be with you, strengthen you and continue to draw him to yourself. And reveal himself in new ways to you every day. As we close, I I'm really grateful to all of you. I say thank you for the support. Thank you for the, the 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 love that you guys have been showing this podcast. I was really overwhelmed when I saw the amount of views and subscribers. I'm really grateful to all of you, and I'm really grateful to God for putting out this platform. I'm really grateful to all of you. And we know that if you still want to listen to this podcast, this particular episode of this podcast, again, by tomorrow, Thursday, to drop on other platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. So please, if you want to listen to this, if you still be on YouTube here, you can head to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music to be able to get this episode and other episodes of of Understanding the Pattern of the Spirit. So God bless you and keep you. Once again, thank you very much for, for your time. Thank you for taking our time to listen to this podcast today. And I say, God bless you. I love you so much. And have a very good day for those of you in Canada. Have a good night for those of you in Nigeria. God bless you.